0: To have you
1: with us Even if it's just for the day We hope you enjoy
2: Was that at the horrorcon that you first saw? No, no, because there was somebody at the horrorcon where you we were like very excited about their book, and that we never saw them again, and they were local too. Mm. Yeah. I think you like you we were very excited. It was. Uh, it, was it was basically couldn't been Sharky for all. Yeah, no. It was,
3: no what man. is that?
2: <laughs> Tell me why. Exactly <laughs> like <it's not. laughs> so, Shark. A couple push guys. Uh, a
4: couple. No, the uh, other Toronto. A couple guys made. Um, uh, a short film, yeah. culture, shark- not out of, no, of not out of Calgary, no Sharkosaurus. Sharkosaurus, shark. I like shark, Is That a <laughs> thing. Shark that That is is so. There shark we're all going to do a book together croc- called Sharkosaurus. Sharkosaurus is a Rocky movie, though. It's going to be. It's going to be a hentai.
5: Oh
2: yeah. At least I want to read it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That would be on Comic Central. Well, what you guys have? Sure, it would well, be
3: very it. popular. I'm sure. <laughs> there are our,
6: You'll our be able to read re- Sharkasaurus through Renegade. So. Oh, that's right. That's right.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-hmm. Sharkasaurus.
4: Is it good?
6: Okay, I'm on the Kickstarter, so I just thought... Yeah, Alex, uh, they're doing... I forget how he's doing it. It's, it's like an image model. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Even, Even he'll tell us when he anxious. shows up. He's going to be I'm here at some
2: point. He'll let us know what he's doing, I'm sure.
6: Okay. Well shall we uh, yeah, shall we kick it let's in the stair and here? In, uh,
7: Slow down, <laughs> fellas
6: <laughs> <laughs> Too high. <laughs> All
2: right, no okay, obviously. You're at the fucking thing. <laughs> All right. Well it's uh, the We Talk Comics this is the fifth uh, creator summit. And first one since I think twenty fifteen was the last one. Was it or late twenty sixteen or something like that? Or, or more talking? like early twenty sixteen. So this is a this is good. We are uh, really happy to have the group we have with us. There'll be more joining us. It's a different format this year, it's just going on for four hours. People can come and go as they like. There'll be lots more. Some people know this, some people don't because they don't read their
5: yeah.
2: stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says as she blushes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's basically this year is about you guys having a chance to just—it's just about starting a conversation, seeing what good comes out of it. And there's going to be more people coming down. Of course, we got Chris here from We Talk Comics and Brett. Yeah. And uh, Brett, of course, the king of the casters. In case you didn't know, Mr. Mr. Brett Podcast. Mr. Brett Podcast. That's right. Is, because somebody sent an email saying that something. to, "Hello, Mr. Brett Com- Podcast. i was wondering if you would like to read my comic." So that is now his <laughs>
6: official name. <laughs> so that's how that came about. Oddly came enough, up. I never did. <laughs> You're like, no, I would <laughs> not. <laughs> and I'm still waiting to hear
7: back. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and I know. But uh, from here, we're going to go around the room, and uh, everybody has to introduce themselves but tell me who they are, why they're awesome, and
1: why they're not
8: awake. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm Paul. I uh, am an author of, co-author of a recently released, Paul Stapfer, co-author of uh, Shadows of the Aeons, an illustrated novel we released in January. I'm awesome because I self-published a book, yeah, which is not a (laughs) small week, thank you. I'm not awake, because I went and saw It last night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. Really, really good. Is it better better than Shadow (laughs) of the Ants? No. no, no. Comparable.
5: Comparable,
1: Comparable. but no. Really, really good. Very funny. The cast was outstanding. And uh, Pennywise was... Scary. creepy Creepy and... And buried. and it was—it was. I'm not a horror guy at all, and it was scary. And it—I I, this—I find that a lot of the movies these days are pretty churned out, and this one was definitely hit the mark. It was a very good Stephen King adaptation, on many that are not.
2: So, uh, Lee, what's uh, apparently who are you? Uh, why don't you get your last name. Sure. And uh, what, what's the last good movie you saw? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, that's the new. Okay. That's the
3: noob. Um, I'm Lee Jeffrey. That stumped me. Um, I'm an illustrator, and I'm also the, um, a founder and the CEO of Comic Central, um, which, which is why which is awesome. Which is why I'm awesome. No. <laughs> but it is a... Uh, a marketplace and community specifically for self publishing and small print press indie comics. And the last great movie I watched, I don't watch a lot of movies anymore, I watch a lot of TV. <clears throat> Honestly, I can't remember the last great movie I watched.
2: What's the last great TV show you saw?
3: Um, there was a new preacher last weekend. It was probably yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. good. Okay,
9: okay. Uh, my name is Stephen Charles Rosia. I'm a comic artist, writer. Uh, I like doing things for money, which is nice. <laughs> what, sort of? <laughs> <laughs> you I want don't know how much out. money you got. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I've written and illustrated such books as The Man Outside the Window, Muskoka, and I'm currently working through uh, multiple chapters of Daughters and Nights. The first is available, and the next will be available in October. Um, the last good movie I saw was also It. Last night, right. it was a great movie.
1: <laughs> um, I very
9: much enjoyed it. Uh,
7: my name's Nick Johnson. Very happy to be here once again. Um, what have I been working on? I've been working on this project, which I haven't been allowed to talk about, because the guy wants to set up the website, and it's been taking a really long time. Um, but I think I can talk about it now, because it's going to be out in Edmonton, and it's called The V-Card, and it's sort of like American Pie with Vampires. Um, And uh, I have two issues in the can, and they'll both be released in September um, at the Edmonton Show. Um, I'm also working on a project uh, called Buffalo Belong, which is related to the Buffalo getting released back into the Banff National Park, um, which is a huge deal, and we've been working with a lot of really amazing artists and uh, a lot of elders of the Blackfoot tribe um, to celebrate this and really bring it to the public consciousness. That's awesome. Yeah. Really and awesome. Uh, The stories are like, yeah, everything I'm not getting from an American Pie of Vampires comic, I'm getting from a, <laughs> a more historical and uh, uh, heritage type comic. So uh, those two things in, in a concert together are keeping me pretty happy and pretty busy. And um because I also saw it, and I don't want to bore everybody's ears off, I also watched David Cronenberg's *The Brood* a couple nights ago, and I'm still nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> the hallmark. <Jennifer> <laughs> yeah, but also intrigued and terrified. So yeah. It could be worse. You could watch *Shivers* afterward. <laughs> yeah, double, double feature. Wasn't
2: there like also a comic book? Maybe you were doing like uh, some sort of pin-up for or something that I was trying to. Like, uh, I don't know, maybe
7: Brett and I were writing something. <laughs> some sort of... Yep, yeah, yeah. I'm also you don't even remember the name? Stuff. You don't I totally name forgot. <laughs> it's because I didn't <laughs> get a cover preview. I just got the interior.
6: I got the guts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: What's it called? Well,
7: we don't want to say.
6: Now we're holding that <laughs> <laughs> hold information back. <laughs> this was all booby trap. I <laughs> knew <Yeah, yeah>,
1: yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Travis Sengus, I'm a comic book artist. Well, Sometimes. Uh, here in town, uh, creator-owned stuff that I did. Uh, the last book that I had finished was uh, Big Hitters and that's kind of in limbo and I'm currently just working when I can on uh, my own project called Reverse the Curse and then I'm also just doing a pitch with a fellow based out of Michigan at the moment. I've done a little bit of fill-in stuff for some Transformers work and some stuff for McFarland Entertainment here and there. So, yeah. The last good movie I saw, I... I don't even really remember. I haven't really had time to watch any movies, to be honest. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yes and no, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I watched Predator like a month ago. Does that count? Oh, I just watched Predator like a
2: month ago, actually. <laughs> then again, I I never watched any movies that happened before like 1986.
8: So. <laughs> actually, yes, you have because that came out in 1987. Oh. 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 All right. But it was shot
2: in 86? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Like, Predator Two is a superior film, anyway. How oh, broken. <laughs> like, yes, like, <laughs> yes!
8: If you watch Predator Two, the entire time the monster is not hunting Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. In the yes. entire movie, the but monster even like is Ross not the chasing. Gangsters. him. Yeah, it just it just rooster uh, gangsters, Trump. You know, logic. <laughs> it just seems like Danny Glover could just you be mean, like. Steve Monster to kill I'd go on to like three and that would be it. And he wouldn't have to worry about it. I can <laughs> give you like ten
2: memorable lines from Predator, I can't give you one from Predator 2. There's no get to the chopper, there's no I ain't got time to bleed. None of that. That's how you can that's always a like you know good idea. is too dense. You have
4: to be taken <laughs>
6: <laughs> Nobody can stand to pay attention to it. <laughs>
2: Uh, the question then is here, is, as we're ready to talk comics, uh, oh, we have a new guest. That's wonderful time. Uh, just jump here, here then, actually, because we here. want to get you close to the recording. And uh, if you'd like to grab yourself anything first, please. But uh, wonderful. As I said, we have lots of people just kind of showing up as we go on. Introduce yourself, please, by telling us who you are and why you're awesome. Um,
0: my name is Chelsea Crutchley. I draw and write Stray at a webcomic about all I'm doing at the
2: moment and that's why you're awesome yeah and what's the last good movie you saw
0: um
2: oh my goodness as we go silent <laughs> just
8: say die hard so we can talk about <laughs> it that is a fabulous movie um
0: actually I just watched um, Mad Max Fury Road oh, on Netflix that's the best one I've seen in a while
6: Okay, but I will say that Die Hard has lots of lines that you can. Uh, that
2: you Die can Hard write. also has yeah. That's how you know it's a good movie because you have cool yeah. lines, <laughs> and it's made up great. I think so. Yeah, I think we know what, what line is the best.
7: All right. Um, what's on crazy line? I shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs> is that the line? That's the yeah. Line? No, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's on or off the
10: record. <laughs> Should we cover up the tape? <laughs> <laughs>
8: Sorry. <laughs> was it dark? <laughs> it was let's try this see new. What's on everybody's mind,
6: if anything? <laughs> 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 Maybe. We could, we could try comic books. <laughs> yeah, let's focus on comics to start. Let's focus on comics. Let's
2: focus on Comic Central. Okay. In case people are unaware of Comic Central. Sure. Just to start, just to start a conversation. Okay. Because you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff.
3: Sure, i try. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we screw around mostly. (laughs) We try. Um, We're just a group of um, basically comic creators and comic (coughs) indie comic enthusiasts um, that sort of came together, and we built a website um, that is a marketplace for specifically indie comics. So. Uh, one of the things that we hear from people all the time is that they have trouble um, marketing their comics against the big two and even Image and Dark Horse and things like that and that on some platforms they sort of get swallowed up in you know, all of the big content and things like that so we decided to actually start a website that only allowed uh, self-published and small print press on the site so um, everybody basically can come on and get their own storefront and then they can uh, price and manage their own comic books and sell them, and we sort of we help distribute them. Uh, right now, we've just got digital files available, but um, we're working on uh, direct from from vendor uh, vendor. And <laughs> thank you, Stephen. <laughs> and uh, uh, actually, print on demand as well. We've got we've been speaking to a lot of printers and stuff like that. We're trying to get the numbers down into something manageable, but hopefully, that will be coming soon. And um, really, our whole goal is to just <clears throat> blast the message that indie comics are the new golden age of comics, which we've been tagging it really because there's so much uh, creativity and uniqueness that are in indie right now. That it really—I mean, a lot of them really blow the you know the the mainstream stuff out of the water. And I don't think people have access to it, and so we want to uh, really you know pump up the volume on it and. Get uh, those books into as many hands as possible. So, yeah.
2: So, you two, obviously Lee and Stephen, you guys are involved in this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, thanks to me.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Do you want me to tell the origin story?
2: Yeah, let's <laughs> tell the origin story. Okay. Everyone likes an origin
3: story.
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we should. Uh, like I don't want to talk about me, but I am wondering what you. Of do course, it, but okay. everybody
5: else should. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> so the origin story. Of, <laughs> <spider>. This actually <laughs>
2: came out of the summit. Uh, it the did, March, yeah. 15,
3: so two yeah. years ago, um, mm-hmm. there was one of these summits, and uh, we were all split up into groups, and Mo was interviewing our group, and he we were talking about ambassadors of comics. We'd come up with this idea that um, indie comics specifically needed um, ambassadors to go out and tell the world about indie and what was going on, and Mo. It's like, well, how can you guys be ambassadors for comics? And so the idea just sort of grew from there. That, Oh man, there's, you know, we actually, you know, have a lot of talent between, you know, the members on our team and stuff like that. And we've got a lot of marketers and, and, uh, you know, web developers and, uh, you know, people that could actually put something together. So, um, yeah, we decided that we were actually going to build a website specifically for indie and mo was the catalyst of that yeah, with his and, and excellent questions based on
2: that uh that origin story i'd like to say i probably deserve a lot less credit than i'd like to take <laughs> <laughs> and no. actually will take
3: <laughs> no well, we've got a great picture of you with the you know your oh that oh did i i did send you, you did, I, send it. I did uh, yeah
2: me uh in a burger king crown uh and a yeah. group of people the like mask. Yeah, that somebody had doctored up for me. Wait <laughs> till he's probably be this show's, uh, might be this show's uh, picture, who knows. <laughs> you guys are going to do something on your website with that. I told you not to. Yeah. But no, you will. will. <laughs> because it's terribly embarrassing. <laughs> so we have four people here who have published their own books. When you hear about what they're doing that, with that website, are any of you on it? Are any of you excited? Are there any questions for it? Anything like that? Please, you, know, you guys engage. You guys engage, Lee and, Steve, and Right now is a chance to grill them and, and insult them, everything you want. Actually,
9: that's great. That, that is by, great. By, by all means, there's uh, this thing that we put out into the world that you are the ideal sort of candidates for, um, and this is this is supposed to be uh, meant for you and shaped by you, and the development is is completely based around uh, your needs Because how can it be uh, successful without? Based on, if, if you're familiar with it or based on what you've heard, what are the things um, that you would be looking for in, you know, a, a service online where you can promote and tell uh, yourself, really?
7: Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I've never described myself as jaded, but uh, I've been doing the indie comic thing for a really long time, and lots of times there'd be like... Uh, people who want to start a distribution companies and I've been a part of like big summits where everybody's like giving ideas and we we're going to create this thing and it always just fell apart so when I saw Comics Central I didn't actually know YouTube or connect to it at all no. I was like who made this uh, I don't this know if it's just garbage. another one of those things no I <laughs> <laughs> to be honest I didn't even click on it and I think I agree maybe the that was that I no
3: idea. oh really?
8: So yeah. you promoted my Kickstarter which I thank you made oh my too. god I didn't realize that it was two people that were here. Which yeah. Kickstarter was that? My big hitters Kickstarter for. Uh, of course. Earlier in the summer, so I didn't realize that. So Maybe Chris, oh, thank you no for that. Hey, appreciate no that, that a lot. Like, it means yeah. a lot. To you.
7: Yeah, but now that I know, <laughs> I'm excited to get on there and see the site. Um, because yeah, I trust both of you for for who you are and what you've done, um, and that sounds really. Really exciting.
2: <laughs> it's got a lot of stuff on it that is not just about selling the books, but about helping people discover their creativity, if yep. it's a, a
7: big part of it. Well, explain that.
3: Um, well, we have a whole community side that really, it, um, it, it hasn't been being used yet, and I, I think it's a you know a traffic issue, and a we've really focused on the marketplace side of it. By the way, our marketplace, um, we're doing 90% commission, so... Um, we take ten percent to keep everything on the server, and ninety percent goes back to the creators. So uh, that was something that was important too. I just wanted to throw out there. But uh, the community side of it, we, we you know we wanted to start a forum where people could talk about <coughs> creating their books and um, collaborate with other creators. I know a lot of times people say that it's awkward to approach people and ask them to draw their stuff or write their stuff or edit their stuff, and so we wanted to open all of that up. But uh, it just it's going to take time. But you know, there's there's um, all kinds of stuff on there that we threw on thinking people would like. <laughs> I like to
9: describe it as, as one part uh, Etsy. You know, you've got your marketplace, you go and you browse a product that you like and it'll tell you other things that you're probably going to like too, right? Um, so it, it creates uh, this, this store where you can go and browse shelves essentially, right? You know, you like horror books so look, there's this big horror section, or look, you love mystery books, and uh, guess what? Buddy over there can recommend you one, two, three, four, five books that you're probably going to enjoy too. Um, So it's good in that respect. Um, And then on the other side of it, um, you're you're actually able to find uh, people who are making the things that you enjoy, uh, follow what they're doing. Um, We're working on notifications and those sort of things so that you know exactly when they produce something, new, uh, when they're ready to sell you their next book or whatever the case is. Um, there's like Lee was sort of hinting at and she's being modest. Our, our, uh, sort of community end of it, um, is this actually pretty quickly growing, um, uh, sort of group of people who are are making comics or trying to figure out how or, or want to learn how other people are making comics. Um, there's weekly features, um, with Q and A's with all sorts of different um, comic people, um, and there's this great podcast. Yeah, competing podcast. Yeah, here. thanks for that. Complimentary. Nobody started mystery on, of course. No, no, no. Well,
2: the, you guys are the,
3: always welcome. Well,
2: the difference is uh, when you guys record your podcast, I've noticed that it actually always records. <laughs> <laughs> arms, that half the time we seem to be losing. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any questions, any thoughts about something like this? Are you familiar with Comic Central?
1: Like, this is the first I've heard of it. What is your website called?
3: It's ComicCentral.com with comic an X.
2: ComicCentral.com with an X? Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. Yeah. If you're going
1: on it right now, you're going to find
6: Central. it really
2: pretty no. awesome. <laughs> Very cool. As, as Instead of answering their thoughts or talking to the people making it, they'll just go on the website and... <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, it's
2: an interesting question, knows?
6: though, <laughs> because Paul and, uh, and his partner, Kyle, have written a, uh, uh, you know, it's mostly a novel, hmm. but it does have some illustrations. Now, is that the kind of thing that you would, you would maybe consider on Comic Central, despite the fact that it kind of blurs the lines yeah, a little absolutely. bit? I don't, I don't think, and the, the joy of indie comics
9: is it doesn't have to be one thing, right? Um, we're we're not talking about this strict model where people decide you know this is a comic and this isn't a comic um, that's that's not at all what this is about and that's not what indie comics is about
6: yeah. and chelsea as far as you like when it comes to web comics um you know do you collect them at all in a in volumes of them would, would you be able to Considered putting that on the Comic Central or something Absolutely. Like that.
0: I have been looking at the um, Amazon one. I'll try the like, it. Yeah. But I've, I'm beginning to hear that it's quite difficult for people who are submitting that aren't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fairly well known to actually get a lot of sales. Yeah. I, it was kind of discouraging. So I'm really excited that there's something like this that's just for indie comics
3: that's our hope anyway is that people will see it and, and come to us rather than go and compete <clears throat> you know the other thing about comiXology is that they are um, I mean they're 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 in full corporation mode you know like mm-hmm. they're about making money um, they will put at the top of their list every time the thing that's making them the most money um, they're not about the creativity they don't really care whether people are you know into what they're doing or whether they're you know Uh, helping artists um, create and and show their work so you know that's that was the reason that we built this was so that uh, you know people actually had a place to go that they could actually get out from underneath all of that and actually get some of the sun
6: well it's interesting though because i I think this brings up something something you know a big issue in this case is education Mm -hmm. because you know nick travis you guys didn't know i mean you you didn't didn't all four of it. you didn't. Yeah, this is something local. Yeah, yeah. And there's true. four people here that don't know about it. Yeah. who could use it. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Looks great, by the way. It's that's a really thing. nice site. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, by that token, like, you know, what are maybe and do, then do we have ideas that can also that also can help are, that education come out? Not just the education about that it exists,
2: but also the education that it is the ninety percent and that, that it is so focused on things that. A jaded person would. Uh, would <laughs> I wouldn't through. call myself?
7: To. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not fine. <laughs> you know,
6: because you're not trying to make the corporate machine yeah. to to make more money. You yeah, are. You're, trying you're, to. Just, you're just maintaining it. You're not. You yeah. know. I mean,
2: at some point in time, like I say, somebody's going to come and offer you a boatload of money, and you'll take it. I would, but you might <laughs> not.
3: I don't, I don't I'm kinda of bitchy about
2: that. <laughs> had that conversation we
9: have, yeah. And uh, yeah, the 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 idea is
2: so pure
7: it yeah, yes.
9: that,
2: is that it's bulletproof.
9: But and that's yeah. what it's supposed
2: to be. Like, like that's really what like yeah. I, I love the idea. That's the thing about any comics. I feel like the next whatever it is that, that really reinvigorates the comic industry, I feel like it's gonna come from the indie section. Yeah, totally. You know? Hundred uh, percent agree with that. No question about it. That's yeah. where that's where it's going to come from. What it is, I don't know yet. Maybe something like this is, you know, it's a big step towards it. I'd like to see. Yeah. But, well, yeah.
3: That's what we're hoping for. I know, like Stephen and I have had conversations about um, the way the craft beer industry, you know, kind of is taking over and, and making a huge wave and things like that. Because millennials
9: don't buy beer anymore.
3: Exactly. And so we were like, well, it's kind of like what comics are like. You know, it's the indie comic scene is sort of like the craft beer scene, right? Like it's there's something really cool brewing and. Not a lot of people know about it, but the ones that are involved in it, um, you know, they have got access to that wellspring of creativity and, and um, you know, it's, it's exciting under there. There's stuff happening.
2: And every time that you add, say, four more people, most people promote their book and four more people's book. Yeah, exactly. That's the books. idea, so every right? Every time you do that, yeah, a big you know, number. that's how that's you, you know... Yeah, what we're seeing
3: a, is that people are coming on and they're making friends with the other people on there and then they're becoming, like... You know, rabid fans of each other's work and going out and spreading each other's work around too, and it's just this really great community of everybody wants <coughs> to push everybody to the front. So, because for some reason and I don't know what this is, but comic creators all think their own work is crap and that everybody's <laughs> work is amazing, and so they're like, "No, look at this guy's stuff." <laughs> so, it's well, just.
2: You think that Nick? No, Nick actually. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Every
5: one of
1: them just looked down at the table
2: like, I oh. <laughs> that's the difference between comic book writers and authors. Authors are just, you've got a big I'm ego. best book
1: ever. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
6: I mean, at a certain point, you need an ego because you have to try to sell your product, I think, and, and you have mm-hmm. to be able to get out there and say, look at my book. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <But> it's great. <laughs> you know?
7: I, I think you just always know it could you always thought it would be better. Like, you could release something, you'd be like, this is really good, and I could be confident. I told a story, yeah. and that's when I'm happy. But I always know the anatomy could be better, the perspective has been wonky. So I always know that. And I wouldn't necessarily say, like, I think my work sucks, but I know it could be better, because
6: I know how lazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, But it also comes down to time and you know, money and all those different things. You There's know, something like Chelsea
2: doing it on, our, on our website, you have your self-imposed deadlines that obviously, you know you don't have to, but you do, right? Yeah. I mean, create that for yourself. So that obviously is your own barrier. But you feel you need to do it as well, right?
0: Yeah, that's what I need to keep producing. And sometimes it might mean that in order to get a page up on time, I have to skip drawing a few backgrounds. And I don't think anybody even notices. But I notice. You
8: notice, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. It's, you're the that's only cool. one who ever, like... Sees the imperfection. Mm-hmm. As far as talking about hating your own stuff, you're the only one that sees it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, wow, it's awesome, and you're just like, oh, this little line mm-hmm. is off. I mean, why am I sweating over that? Mm-hmm. You know, I question that afterwards. We're like, why? Why did I do that to myself?
6: But you do, and I and I think it's because it's because of that. You know, we all have that innate perfectionist in us oh, yeah. that that sees our that wants to see our work as like the best possible thing that we can create to our utmost ability but there's so many factors that don't allow that
2: do mm-hmm. you think from an author's perspective it's a little bit you don't have to worry about a line that's off you don't have to is that what it is um, I
1: think that working with a co-writer is helpful in terms of how like we can cover each other's back where we can you know spot out the imperfections like in in our case uh kyle is an excellent he can just write like a monologue that is nine pages long and i have i think one of my strengths is structuring that and spreading that out along and then we have an editor who can kind of go over all our stuff and What, based on our first book he was, the editor was very uh, he said it was very well written and anything that he had done wasn't on any story structure, like this doesn't make any sense, even though it's a story of like time travel and paradoxes and all kinds of stupid stuff which I think we were pretty good in trying to just keep in its little bubble if you know what I mean like just so there aren't glaring potholes in a story about Hercules fighting Nazis (laughs) you know so I think yes I mean I'm always super critical of our work but confident enough that there's got to be a point where you just got to be like it's done because you can go through it a million times and not like not pertaining to punctuation or spelling but the story itself there's got to be a point where you got to say okay this makes sense to us we like it this is something we'd read or we'd appreciate and just have to you know there's got to be a point where you put it to bed right I, I think just coming from it from
4: a fan's perspective, I like those little imper- imper- imperfections. Like some of my favorite comics of, of all time, uh, say uh, Peter Baggs' hate. I kind of forget that. I it's sure nothing's on model or anything like that, but it's organic and like that. Sometimes I, I find unique creators, especially when they're spending too much time on their work, the spontaneity is lost uh, trying to achieve a, an unachievable goal, perfection. I, I like that rough. Just throw it out there and see what sticks the wall sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's rough, but sometimes you get that magic thing.
2: Well, when you're creating, when you're doing a e book, are you doing it then with the reader in mind or you, in some ways are you creating for yourself?
9: A lot of the way, a lot of the times it's it's sort of a fantasy fulfillment or, or self-fulfillment. I mean, you're, you're doing it with the hopes that somebody else is going to enjoy it because gosh darn, I want to make that $5 off that comic book. Gosh when I darn. It, you know it's a right? podcast. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Oh, gee willikers. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's got to be something that... I would enjoy or something that I want to make because otherwise what's what's the point especially uh, because most of what I do is self-published right there's there would be no reason for me to force myself to sit down every night and work till one o'clock in the morning get four hours of sleep and do it all over again um, if I didn't enjoy or want
7: to tell the story that I am yeah it's like when you make a story you choose something that you love and that you're passionate about And you start to make it, and at that moment, like when you're making it, it's good that you feel good about it, but you have to remember that your responsibility to the person that reads it is they have to understand Mm. in some way. Like, you have to create a story that makes sense, that has structure, so that when they read it, they have satisfaction from it, Um, there's a certain sense of closure. Because other, if they're reading this thing, and they have no idea what's going on. They'll probably stop halfway through and never pick it up again. Mm-hmm. So, in that respect, yeah, make stuff for you, but you do have to, you know, make good on your end of the bargain, which is give the reader something to enjoy.
2: How about then? Uh, you know, as an indie, who do you who looks at it for you? I mean, do you? I mean, Chelsea, does anybody read it before you publish it? Or, and I, I know, like me and Fred are doing you know, our graphic novel. And, sent a chapter to Nick and, and, and he came back with all this stuff we thought what an yeah. asshole you
9: know, uh, I, thought, I was worried about Nick that. is the it's best a, and worst person to send stuff <laughs> to. It's like it's I felt okay. really good about it's this and I just want somebody else but, to no, go no, it, was over. It, was actually,
2: it was really useful and really important yeah, honestly and, and so how
7: about? <laughs> I'll be that
6: guy. Be that <laughs> but, but it's also about stages, right? I mean, when you show somebody at, at, at certain stages, mm-hmm. then it's really easy to be like, "Well, no, it's not. It's not done." You know, you're not seeing the finished product, and mm-hmm. and, yeah, that's and, and, well. and that's the difference. I mean, it's because not everybody sees it the way you can't see it. Yeah. I mean, when we showed you the, foot, <coughs> I showed you the colored page, mm-hmm. and there was no way that you would have seen, you know, point A from penciled art to that colored page in your head, it wouldn't, you
7: know. No, and, and that's the thing, like when you're giving feedback, you can't, uh, like I understood a lot of work already when it's at the stage it was, mm-hmm. and I could say something like, I feel like there's a storytelling issue here. Mm-hmm. So going forward, before you move on to color, these are things to keep in mind. So it's not like just trashing everything you had before, it's about knowing there's another step and everything that we can do each step of the way to make the story mm-hmm. even better, even clearer.
2: My favorite feedback was, uh, "Get more inventive with your swearing." I thought. Hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, did you? <laughs> <laughs> You'll find out. Practice on we, me. <laughs>
6: <laughs> we added more use to the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs>
2: Travis and Josie, everybody who looks at your work, who looks at your own work besides yourself, anybody?
0: in the beginning I didn't have anyone else it was totally solitary thank you, thank you. Um, but I did bring an editor on board um, probably around issue 3 or 4 and he's helping me from the very beginning to, to fix a few things and I've also just reconnected with my circle of writing friends so that they can start looking at, at the scripting stage and find those story issues and things like that it's that very important yeah. Yeah, very much so.
6: how much did you find from the early stage
0: um, there's a few things that have come up and even readers have actually pointed them out to me which has been very helpful um, a lot of the things that I'm fixing have to do with the lettering stage um, that's something that I really don't know that much about so that needed a lot of fixing which has been great fitting
8: Well, I feel a lot less professional than the amount of, like, the amount of voices that you guys seek out for critiquing your work, because mostly I just draw it, send it to the writer I'm working with, and they're like, all right, cool, great, that's awesome, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what's in the script, and I'm like, all right, great, cool, we're done. Uh, so that's really mostly my only thing. I mean, even in the, even in the experiences I had, like, with publishers, um, with the editors, uh, I was actually kinda surprised how little feedback I got. I don't mean that in a non-helpful, non-communicative type of ways, I would just do the work, then I would send it to them, and a lot of it would just be like, all right, cool, good, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, alright then. So it was I'm just gonna I'll take it as it's, it's fine. Comics is easy. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like, and that's the funny thing is that like, especially with those some of those, like the Transformers gigs were a good example that I had. Was that I'm just like sweating over this like oh my god this could be amazing and I'm sweating over it and sweating over it and then you do all this work and then you send it away and they're just like yeah cool just maybe change, tweak this 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 and it was really just like more about on model questions than storytelling questions mm-hmm. so I was like man why am I sweating so much <laughs> for like a two for like a two word email reply that says it's fine so um, but yeah i mean, mostly as far as like regular people that I show uh, page layouts or storytelling. It's mostly just uh, the writer the writer that I'm working with and they're usually just like cool it's my, that's my story I'm illustrated so there we go. Oh there we
10: go. We have a new person. See, he looks yeah, like he yeah, just on a horse. totally.
8: I ran all the way from my
10: house.
8: All the way with this. Where and you have a five o'clock good. shadow, too, so it looks yeah. like it took you a really long time. Before. I jumped out of bed and was like, oh my gosh, I'm late. I Sorry.
3: cannot believe how on point you were. Like, you locked the door, and i like... That's amazing.
8: <laughs> and he's telling himself off. Oh, yourself, yeah. you,
2: yourself. Know, yeah. you have water or something over there. Oh, maybe? I got water You got <laughs> Okay, so I'll have some water. Okay, okay so, all right. Well, we're joined by somebody new, so you have to tell everybody who you are and why you're awesome. And since you're way down there, oh, talk loudly.
10: Oh, is this? It's record- recorded this whole conversation. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay. Hi, <laughs> uh, I'm Aaron, and I have a five o'clock shadow. And
6: uh, Aaron, what? My name's Aaron Avrady. And uh, nobody I, wants to everyone... promote the, their last name. It's it's just like <laughs> we're would... supposed to guess. <laughs> like cool. I'm
8: gonna I'm gonna go on a Google Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> and probably not, they don't show up.
10: People know this voice, okay? They don't recognize.
8: Actually, Aaron, you should always introduce yourself. Like, hi, I'm Aaron and I'm the five o'clock chef. <laughs> <laughs> that
10: sounds awesome. Now
8: what? You're Aaron, you're the five o'clock chef. <laughs> That's your next comic man. And um, <laughs>
10: yeah, let's see. I what am I doing? Um, what am I doing? Good, <laughs> great. Uh, I'm, my name is Aaron Navradi. I am self-publishing a uh, medieval epigraphic novel called The Cold Fire about a Norman crusader and his conflict of principles. Um, and I ran here all the way from my house. <laughs> uh, what's on your mind? Just... Let's What's know. on my mind? <laughs> <Yeah>. What's <laughs> the oh. wow. last <laughs> good movie song? Oh wow! Last good movie. Are you glad you ran? <laughs> I really, Yeah, I feel very. I feel good. It just got the you know got the sort of morning out, and I feel refreshed, and I feel kind of awake now. Um, coffee's welcome too on um, What have I seen? it's been a long time since i've seen a movie it's been a really this busy is a
6: very time. stream of consciousness <laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> no, what's in my mind is like all the backs of all these vehicles
6: that i'm trying not to like uh my name was a sort of it's like some. I Yeah, all the people I was
10: dodging. Like, whoa!
2: a yeah. Narrative. You can't say you're recycling now. Yeah, we're running. Oh, sorry. We're I mean, yeah, is, 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 yeah, yeah. So
10: we're just so talking, we're talking
2: like about editing, editing, self-editing. So we're just
10: self-editing. Just, you're going to need to do a lot of self-editing on this little segment here. <laughs> no, this is no. This, <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is what's known in the industry as podcast gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad I brought some podcast gold.
6: People um, like insanity,
10: but that's that's all that's in my mind at the moment. Or the things that I was rushing past to get here. The
7: okay. things that
1: almost so, killed you. The things that could yeah, have <laughs> kind of,
10: yeah. The risks downtown cycling, like, running. It's um, <laughs> it's you know, there's a lot of things that can kill you. Just do you of know, watch out. Just keep going. Just, no, Just
8: <laughs> you downtown runners. Awesome. Look at all this wisdom we're getting. There's a lot of things
10: that just you downtown. You know,
8: watch out. Been here like
10: three minutes and already? Like yes. Okay.
8: Alright, well in twenty thing. minutes you're gonna be on the floor like asleep. Because <laughs> well, you're running at like hundred miles per hour right now. I, know. I feel like you're just gonna be like where'd Aaron go? he's, oh, he's, he's sleeping over there. Well Where the hell do we go from here?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Continuity. Let's talk continuity. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get back into it when we're talking about it. Okay, so one of the things we're discovering as we're doing a book is it's really hard to do a book. Mm -hmm. We're finding it's a lot harder than we thought it would be. We're finding that it's a lot harder to create a, a graphic novel than we thought. And part of that's because of how we're doing it. Because of how we're writing and how we're doing it. How are you
6: doing it? I mean, we just assumed, firstly, we assumed that we were super geniuses. <laughs> and that we knew he all that. you people. This is the ego part. I am a super genius. We, we like assumed assume assume you, you had read, read a comic, comic book, right? Yeah, yeah. So. I've read a comic book. I, we know all you people. So automatically we must be you <laughs> know, they sitting they on can the do backs it. of <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. and I we got to be
6: able to handle this one, but,
2: but it's, it's extremely difficult it's, it's difficult like I said partially because of how we're doing but also just just the process is, is we had no idea how hard it would be and so something like how much did you want to say something or no no I was no. looking at my nail. oh okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: and part of it is is
2: Again, should it be so difficult? Is it difficult for everybody? Is there something that can make it easier? Is there some way we can help each other to make it easier? Is that part of Comic Central? All that type of thing. I'm just throwing it out there while I go and get some food. I'll pretend I'm listening.
6: Well and Chelsea, you had mentioned lettering even. Uh, so I mean, you know, it's one of those I, I think for us it's it's all the facets like being able to layer, you know, one thing onto another thing and realizing that it's just like I, I think it when you when you're in a pre stage it's really easy because you're in control of all the layers and it's and you just kind of stack it one one at a time, but then you start getting you know other artists involved and colorists involved and letters and all this stuff, and suddenly all the work is falling on you at one time, and then it's just like trying to figure out what to prioritize so that you can actually get the comic out
1: mm-hmm. i From experience, I, we, and just to get a novel out, which has probably about 40 illustrations, it took us 2009 is when we started. Wow, Wow. dang. And that was in various stages when we had originally thought of it uh, or conceptualized it as a graphic novel, and we just wrote it as a screenplay. We wrote the whole story as a screenplay, based on that being kind of my educational background. We looked for artists, it was a challenge to and having no money to pay, and we can't draw. So having to find other artists to do that, and finding the right one that would match, and all this kind of stuff, and just always going on the idea of like somehow this will happen, finally meeting another bunch of artists that had the foresightedness, I guess, of doing beginning, middle, and end of the overall story, illustration-wise, which we were totally happy with, but then realizing that this isn't going to be a graphic novel. So we decided to novelize it, so like the whole evolution of it, and then getting to get to find an editor. And now having and going through the whole process of like learning about self-publishing and which is the best avenue to go down, plus now all the marketing and distribution side of things, um, without a business degree, and all I want to do is write. Yeah, is is it's been a very large learning curve in terms of the steps to get to even you know sitting in a podcast with a bunch of strangers, really. But it's cool, right? Yes, yeah, right. But it's cool. It's it's really cool. But you know, like we started this because we went and saw Star Trek, the reboot. And Kyle, being like my writing partner, being a huge Star Trek nerd, was just furious by it. Enthusiast. <laughs> yes. He was. Enthusiast. Oh, he's a huge and like old school Kirk. You know, the old like utopia socialist. You know, exploratory kind of thing. And then seeing this action movie, he was just like, this is garbage. If they, if Spock can just give him the keys to the kingdom, no, that's your universe. You can do whatever you want now. He got out of there and I've never seen the guy so mad. He's like, this is such garbage. If they can do that, then Hercules can fight Hitler. He's like, that's a pretty good point. Yes, he can. Owen can fight the Kraken. Yes, he can. Why not? And then that just sort of set us off on this Thing, this whole adventure of, like trying to do it that on top of like working full-time jobs and trying to find the time to actually collaborate together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. going back and forth it's it takes a long time it wasn't it hasn't been easy it's been you know I didn't see it I never saw where it would go like I had no foresightedness of where it would actually be it's uh, but I'm happy of where it's at and, you know, got it out on shelves and all this kind of thing, which is cool, but that doesn't mean it's flying off the shelves and, and I'm losing my shirt because, you know, got to pay for this stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think you know? that's the
3: exact yeah. reason why indie comics have the reputation of one issue and then it disappears.
1: For sure. You know. And that's, and that's one of my big kind of concerns that sort of, you know, cloud that's hanging over is because we've got several other stories lined up. Uh, direct sequels, spin-offs, this whole kind of, like, this whole universe that we're going to create with this whole thing. And it's it always trying to blow wind into the sails yourself. Yeah. It gets pretty, you know, exhausting, right? Because it's just like... And if, in today's society something that becomes big is just you're saturated with it everyone knows about it they make a movie about it and then you know like 20 years ago Deadpool no one knew who Deadpool was now he's the biggest character on the planet right because that the Reynolds fought for it for 10 years to make it what it is which is great but unless you have that you know financial backing, which unfortunately is the sort of main thing. We've got a book that we've written, and who knows how long it'll take to get the sequel up. It'd be great if you had
2: you know. I don't know, Aaron, I know you started working on the cold fire
10: in, I think, 1841. <laughs> yeah. and, um, and actually, uh, in 1211, where it's set, that's when it started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and drafting The first ideas was like, I think,
9: it was just a slice like of life comic.
10: Yeah, it was actually well, the, the script in there is actually happens. from that time. I hired a, a friar and he put uh, <laughs> <laughs> it there. Um, I think sometimes too though, what like our perception of time and productivity and how long it takes to get a book out is often very heavily sort of um, influenced partly by the big Big comic companies that put out issues every month, um, and uh, and yet you know what you're talking about with like Deadpool and other characters, um, what, what people don't recognize uh, or they don't yeah we don't see because it's when the comic comes out just sits out and it's in our hands um, is the amount of time like if you think of Spider-Man, I mean when he first when he first started and all that that whole slew of, of comic characters. I mean, nobody. It used to like huh, comics used to be just for, for kids or for people who were in on the secrets or um, you know. I, I mean, even when I was collecting uh, in the in the nineties, <laughs> um, there it was still very. It was a very sort of uh, it was a tight community. Um, and but what we don't sort of think about is that all the, like creative process and. Um, Building a brand and um, it, like uh, spreading an idea takes takes decades. takes decades. Like Game of Thrones was was published in what the nineties as well. Yeah, it's not. So
9: still not done being written either. Still
10: not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I He's really dogging that one. I <laughs> feel when I hear that. Do you know how that guy writes? Not, not like heavily. Heavily. <laughs> yeah. He writes on. I, I can't even. I can't remember the name of it, but it is uh, like one of the first word processing systems. And he types with one finger. <laughs> Why? Uh, I saw this. I saw this doc about him, and he's basically like he's. From what I understand, where the show has gone, where's basic ideas that he said this is what's happening in the next book. Yeah. The dragons and the da 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 da. Right. But he hasn't finished writing it. He just gave the main ideas and he is typing one fucking finger. Now he's just watching I the show. That's, I uh, can see <laughs> I can <could> uh, <laughs> like, well, <laughs> 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 see that, I can see that I can see that being a
8: contractual
1: loophole for
8: him. Yeah. Where he's still getting checks, but because he doesn't produce it, he still gets to keep those checks, but then once he produces it then all of a sudden everything changes so I could totally see that I, I have stories
9: about George R. R Martin how he's he's like done with it he, he doesn't actually want to write the last book he's but he's like you said contractually obligated and in this case he's he's obligated to write two or three more novels but he can sit on this forever because nobody's gonna say George Rr R., if you don't produce those books we're gonna take that away from you
1: like yeah. you, They're you lose not your put deal the
9: show
3: up.
1: Yeah. Wait.
9: Wait.
3: Wait. Well, they
1: are. <laughs> <laughs> I hear he's also because of his health <laughs> issues, he's passing it off like a lot of really? material onto his son, okay. who is I don't know if he's an accomplished writer. They always pass it off to their son, regardless <laughs> of whether or not they are. No, have I know. I know. <laughs> it's just in like, you, you, know, like, you can take the <laughs> reins of this, and this is where I want it to go. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. But, like <laughs> <even> <laughs> one finger thing? It's what like I mean, it took forty years to figure out of multitasking. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, quick. At these I things. just go into all the fan fiction and just start piecing it together into a final book, which I think a lot of that <laughs> last season was. Yeah, fan fiction. Oh, for sure, people wanted to see <laughs> zombies and dragons together. <laughs> I did. I didn't write it, but I mean, like, I did.
5: Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, there's it's one
1: thing that. Uh... <laughs> Oops.
7: <laughs> uh, uh, was mentioned this idea of um, yeah indie books stopping after one issue, um, which I also have seen a lot, especially a lot of conventions and really great first issues yeah. where I was just like, I think there was a comic by this guy named Ian McLean, which was sort of like this uh, wintry Wendigo story, and I was just like damn, I need more of this, and never saw the guy ever again. Um, so I wonder with that kind of thing happening, when you approach self-published stories when everybody says, I'm going to make a comic how high of a priority is it for you to create something that is self-contained, done in one, um, or to create a long, sprawling series? I,
1: an That's editor, my editor does has done that and basically writes. He's got a trilogy in mind, or whatever it may be, does the whole thing and then releases it. Oh. Just because, and releases it all at the same time, because then it's like you got three books to buy, mm-hmm. right? But all, and I mean I was I was considering that whole idea too. like should we just write the whole thing? The whole book? Is the whole, this a the whole, whole saga that we have.
2: This is to why Brett and I decided to do it as a graphic novel I mean, Right. It's because we knew there was so much to tell and that way and we're also doing for the website separate backup stories. Yeah so that it's, so that there's multiple out there by mm-hmm. the time that it actually gets done there'll be, you know, 100 and whatever pages, 110 pages plus supplemental material and then three to four stories on
6: the website, mm-hmm. ideally. Well, it, it, but it also comes down to the idea that, that when, uh, you know, when you are thinking about the person buying it, I am thinking about that fear of somebody buying a single issue and, and then being like oh I like that but then I can't produce that mm-hmm. yeah. or, or, or it takes me six months to produce the next one mm-hmm. which is the last thing that I want because then I'm off I'm off your mind yeah. when, when I
2: first bought Chelsea's first book it was Stray Saw and it had two volumes I thought thank god two volumes yeah. I, you know
8: it's true <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a big deal
2: it was okay there's two that feels like there's a commitment even just having two and then a third one this last year that you published so
9: I think there's a difference between indie comics and what we're typically expecting to see on the shelves, though. Because I will wait two years for the next issue of an indie comic, but I'm not going to wait another two years for the next crappy Spider-Man comic, <laughs> right? And that's it's, it's the difference between quality and, and what you're going to remember, right? So that, that little zine that cost me $5 where every single page is wonderful or something, it, it sticks with me. As opposed to that fluff that is corporately manufactured and mm-hmm. like put out like a spirio. Yeah, they twelve well, different titles, right. right? And there's a new one every month. Yeah. Year. They yeah. have to produce one every month because you will forget about it because it's a throwaway.
2: But there's a limit though. I mean there's uh, there's a publisher called Comics Tribe with uh, Tyler James and they're really good at Running Kickstarter's and they publish a lot of the things, but they first started doing the Red Ten. We interviewed them like six
6: years ago on Issue One. It was the very one of the very first shows that we actually did. You uh, know, was interviewing them about like the they're first finally
2: issue. finishing their ten, the Issue Ten, I believe, is the, to finish it. Like six years later, and it's like at this point, as much as I like the book, it's like I stopped after six. I think it's just like, and now do I want to go back? There, kind of but not as much as I probably should, even though it's really good. Like there's a limit to how long you're gonna wait, I think, you know, before something gets off your radar. Especially when, I mean, I don't know about you, but the list of how much I've read compared to how much I need to read is never balancing. (laughs) So the list of what I need to read next is always getting, is the one
8: that's getting much bigger anyways. On the other side of it though, is, and I, you know, you can't tell, you never wanna, you can't tell people what their habits should be, but I would hope that people on the other end, the audience, I hope there would be some understanding that you know we are only human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, so speak for yourself. I like, I like right now at this point in time, right now, I have just with my life just the way it is. I have a day a week to do any work on a book right now. That's just the way it is. That's just the way my schedule dictates it right now. Because I'm not a guy who when I get home at 6 o'clock, I don't go to the drawing table from Monday through Thursday. I just don't. I'm not going to do it. I just... Because then I'm just wasted once the... Once I get a chance to do any work, I'm done. Like, I can't do... I can't maintain that. So I... I would hope that for people that are at our level, you know, us trying to make stuff and trying to balance our lives out, like you know, please let's have some understanding that we are only human beings. And like the way I draw as well, I am not a fast artist. I just the way it is, the way I process information, the way I lay out pages, the way I do ink. It's just not like I can't turn things I can't turn things I can't turn two to three pages you know, a week and condense that into one day to get productive. I just can't do it. And I've also sort of reached the point, especially with that issue of timing, that I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna beat myself up about it. And I hope that other artists or writers uh, just do the same because it's just healthier long-term to just be like, you know what, I can do what I can over the course of what time is allotted
1: to me. Sure. I I know exactly that sentiment because, like, working... I mean, I'm finding I'm just just having to work on my own material, but, like, life life, you you know... kids, uh, wives, you true. know, mm-hmm. jobs, you gotta, gotta family, got to do that stuff, right? And I mean, as much as I'd like to...
8: Yeah, tr- tr- true, true. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, like, <laughs> I could just, watch, you know, just live on the streets and write it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Cool.
8: But I think, too, like, even talking to what you had said about, like, interest waning on certain things, mm-hmm. you know, you're totally right about that, uh, but for creating something even if it takes a while even if you finish it and yeah maybe like those people that were reading it initially here have waned a little bit i think there's still value in finishing your story even if Mm -hmm. it is even if it is a longer term because there's no reason that and in the age we live in especially that it's so easy to get in contact with like between fans or people that are you know on our indie kind of level super easy just to be like hey you know we finished it now if you want it Mm-hmm. And then you're like yeah, I'm sure. Usually, because I mean, my one book took for friggin' ever just because of circumstances of just life happening, right? Yeah. And, and so. Oh, sorry. No, I uh,
10: just you're talking. you're always going to get new people discovering your work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. And I mean, and I often. I mean, when I think of my own tastes in stuff, it's often stuff that's like little, you know, stuff that I dug through a pile of books and found this really interesting book from. Whatever seventies or whenever, um, and so longevity. Um, I, I think you know, as long as it's you know, as as could work, that it, it has there's longevity in terms of people. Just even if it did, you know, the person who shows up and gets your finished book, it's not going to make any difference how long it took to make. It's in their hands. Mm-hmm. Five mm-hmm. years from so now, they won't know
2: yeah. that it took so much. They won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. They it just true. see this wealth of books. Yeah, it's true. And you know what? Actually, it's, it's strange because while I say I've lost interest. I'm also really proud of them for finishing it, yeah. is the other thing, though. like Because it would have been easy not to, and especially as they started to do some other things and had success and published other stuff and created their own company in, in different ways. Like, the fact that they are finishing it, so I'm really happy for them. I'm really proud of them in, in doing that, because that's, again, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, making comics actually just hard,
6: it turns <laughs> out. But isn't, isn't a big part of it, like, I mean, their communication is superb as far as, like, you know having email list having having their website and stuff like that I mean we all know where they're at with it and I, and I think Perhaps. you know that's a that's a question like how much time do you think is viable to to put aside from your work time to be like okay well maybe I'm gonna write a blog maybe I'm just gonna say you know hey this is where I'm at with my project first issues out you know I got a little bit of issues but working hard on the second issue more updates as they come that kind of thing. It's so like the Here's whole a recipe instead. There. Yeah. There's there's the making of it and then there's there's
9: everything that surrounds that. Um, and that's that's a part that I have huge troubles with. Um, that's that seems to be a thing about comics. Um, the people who are making the comics, the writers, the artists and whatnot, they're they're more than just writers and artists. Um, or letterers, or designers or whatever, um, they're, they're almost rock stars in their sense. Right? They have their following, they have their posse, they have the people who look for them at conventions or who want to talk to them online or whatever. Um, to make it viable for them to create a product and other people support them making that product, they have to have some sort of following. Uh, so like you said, if you're not producing something or in those times between when you have something to show and when you don't, um, you got to keep dangling that carrot. Or there's, there's got to be something for them to grasp onto. Um, and yeah, I, that's that's something huge that I struggle with because I just make the damn thing and then I try to move on to making the next damn thing. And uh, where do you do all that other shit in between? Let alone try to sell the thing and, and well, tell people that they should buy the thing. On, and
1: you know, on top of like what I'm just discovering, social media, Instagram has been, I mean, getting likes, I guess, is more exposure, but again, it doesn't mean anything. Where's the value? Well, yeah, you know, it's like, but I'm I'm realizing the power of that, but I'm not quite I'm not savvy with it, thus far, and, you know, but getting likes from other sides of the other side of the world Mm -hmm. is great, but it's not like a book sale. It's not, you know, it's not a sale. Yeah. It you is. jump you know, between a like and monetizing it. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if it were, you know, well, you can go click it on Amazon, you know, like. And that's sort of the, for me, as far as like, the yeah, to going into
8: the social media thing, I, I have a hate like relationship. Likewise. With I I'd say like rather than love because I don't love any of it. Mm-hmm. But I like certain aspects of it. Yeah. But, um, I have at least come to the sort of mindset where now, you know, if you post a drawing on Instagram or on Twitter, well, I don't post anything on Twitter anymore, but I've sort of come to just be like, all the, all the likes you get don't mean anything. It's yeah. just like, it's cool, you know, it's cool and all that, but I'm not like looking oh more. I'm just like, it happened, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, There,
9: there is a conversion rate, and I think it, it varies. Different people... Um, have found different successes with different things oh well, this is a whole different conversation um, <laughs> uh, the three things that I'm tuned into right now and tuned into probably isn't the right word because I'm not doing a very good job of it is Instagram Twitter and Facebook um, I've found that Instagram for me sure I get lots of likes and very quickly uh, but it's a lot of instant gratification yeah. uh, there's no conversion right there nothing has ever translated into a sale of the book like you said Uh, Twitter's much higher. I get a lot more comments and feedback and uh, people are following the links and and I sell a book here and there. Um, Facebook, I get the least attention anywhere. Nobody says anything to me. Uh, Maybe one or two of the people like my post and it's probably my mom and my little sister. Um, But I sell way more books. So the conversion rate is way higher there. Now, other people would obviously say otherwise. Um, I'm sure people have found ways to foster communities here, there, or whatever. I mean, obviously, Instagram models are making some sort of living somehow.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just it, though. It's like It actually fascinates me that you guys think that social media is a dead end.
1: Or I don't, I don't think it's a dead end uh, by any means. Okay. I just haven't been able to...
3: You have trouble converting it.
1: I yeah, yeah. And I mean, it is something that I've just started to utilize it like use as a tool right um, but again you know like all I'm, I just want to I just want to focus on the writing aspect yeah, that's of it great. and not you know I think you should as, as, as Indies you know I'm sure everyone would appreciate having someone with deeper pockets yeah. do the heavy lifting I and think, in everywhere I think you should just focus on that then for a while that's that's sort of my that's my sort of... Because
8: in my own experience now, I mean, like, all that other stuff, to me, and I know it makes me sound, you know, lazy or something like that, but all that other stuff, just, that that stuff makes it not fun. Okay. Like, all that stuff makes it not fun. And I just, I've grown to a point now where, regardless of whatever, whatever becomes of, like, my career or or whatever, my only objective is to just have a couple of a couple of projects done by the time I'm 40 whether they actually are anything or just a stack of pages or just something that I put together on my own I'm good with that I mean it would be nice I would love to be a guy that actually Same. could go to a convention and you know people would want us me to sign their copy book that'd be <laughs> cool but I mean I had to really kind of adjust what my priorities were mm-hmm. and that's sort of where I'm at right now I just I just focus on making something, and I think that might help you a lot. Is just to like, if that's what, if like, if you just want to write, just write, and just, and then yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if you have this body of work, you can at least be proud of that body of work that you did. It's True. And then maybe if you want to think about, because I mean, we do we're kind of talking about doing all this stuff at once, and I think maybe that's the thing is maybe separate the two, get all the work you want to get done. First, and then afterwards, then you can just do the other side of it.
9: So, here's a whole other side of that though. Um, When we're talking about what we're doing, and like you were saying before, um, the bulk of of the issue right now isn't necessarily how quickly you can produce it, it's it's the money that has to go into it, right? I make so many dollars every month. Uh, A good portion of that's got to go to mortgage and feeding myself and buying my wife a new pair of shoes. Um, where does Once the
2: new pair is more important than feeding itself? Exactly.
9: Um, I can abuse myself and I can write and I can do all that, but if I am working with the team, if I'm collaborating, if I need to pay an artist, if I need to, and I am right now, I'm, I'm working on one of my first collaborations with um, an artist where I'm writing and I'm paying them to do uh, the art duties. Um, I have to constantly be hustling so that I can afford to keep up this hobby or whatever I want to call it, right? Um, it's become something where I can't actually do this if I can't make enough money to sustain it.
2: Yeah, but that's that's your... Exactly. So it's it's,
9: it's a different
7: goal, right? Yeah. The word that you used, sorry, is priorities. Mm -hmm. And um, I find this is happening as I get older, is my priorities are shifting immensely where I'm like, why am I still making comics? I have so many friends who quit because they've done tons of pitches. They've blown tons of money. And they're like, I'm still not, I still don't have an image book or I did get an image book and it didn't sell and it crashed after four issues. Mm-hmm. So why are they doing this still? And I keep asking myself, why am I doing this still? I'm slowly but surely like making my living through comics now and I'm really happy um, with that. But the key is, even if I wasn't, I'd be making stories that bring me pleasure and joy. And just like you, it's like, all I want to do is have a couple of good stories like by the time I'm forty or whatever, and I'm sure by forty I'll have different priorities. But now all of a sudden, like spending all my money and having my dreams wrapped up in the comic model, mm-hmm. uh, success uh, story is like it's less priority now to me than creating something that tells people what I how I feel about other people or how I feel about the world. Or mm-hmm. you know, that's the priority all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, my stress levels are coming down.
8: I'm like, oh my god, I'm actually happier. <laughs> Well, I had to say to myself, you know, not that long ago, where it's like my identity is not tied to my job. Yeah, that's because huge. artists, artists do that. Where yeah. it's like my identity is tied to me doing this mm-hmm. and that. If I'm not, if I'm not doing this six or seven days a week, twelve hours a day, well, somehow we're, I have, I don't. I have, what, what am I then? Yeah. Right? And as time has gone on, I'm just like I, my identity is not tied to that Yeah, and it has made it much easier for me to, like, you know. Again, like I said before, that if there's a Thursday night that I don't sit at my drawing table for six hours after I've been home from work, I'm, like, I'm not gonna, you know, yeah. be pissed off at myself or anything like that. And it's been a lot healthy It's been a lot easier just to produce stuff when I get the chance to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I'm just sitting here, I'm vibrating. I'm so excited because I just this actually I just got the best idea from this listening to you guys talk about see, social media see, see. I know well, I can't can I believe this, time time this <laughs> next
2: year. so oh, amazing
5: no,
3: that's <laughs> no, what I do I mean, so in my, my real job outside of comics is marketing, I'm a marketer um, I'm a graphic designer and I work with marketing all the time and I know what a massive opportunity social media is especially in the influencer, uh, the emerging influencer market so basically what that is for anybody that doesn't know it is the Kim Kardashians of the world are for sale Um, you can pay them, uh, you know, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever, to put their stuff on Instagram. Boom, you've got 2 million people just saw your work. It's huge. So what I've just realized listening to you guys talk, is there's a disconnect between being somebody who is a creator and who is passionate about creating and then actually wanting to go out there and and be the voice of their own work and put their own work out there. So what I'm seeing is, is that, Why couldn't we take some of these people that are influencers, the ones that have huge followings, 20, 30,000 people, hundreds of thousands of people, and connect them up with artists like you guys and say, look, hey, you guys go together, work together, you guys do your thing, you work, you be creators, you enjoy all that stuff. And then these people go out and they become your voice. So, I mean, that's what they love to do. They love to go out and take pictures of themselves at Comic-Cons or doing whatever, and then you guys come up with some sort of monetary back and forth that goes on. Um, I, you know, there's something there that's really interesting. Um, because, man, that, like, you are leaving so much on the table if you're not tweeting and you're not Facebooking and you're not Instagramming everything you do. Unfortunately, you know, that is the internet. Like, the mm-hmm. social media yep. is the internet. So if you're not taking advantage of that and you're leaving your work up to only comic cons or you know having to you know your friends and family get the word out for you um it's it's uh it's it's gonna crash and burn at some point and you're going to have just stuff that you love which is wonderful i'm just saying like why don't why don't we find those people then? because
9: those people already exist and that's called yeah. the publishing model that's why you sign on with a publisher no no no, the no, no i'm not so
3: talking about publishers i'm talking about tiffany who's 20 and has got nothing going on except for taking pictures of herself and
5: her <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the
9: problem <laughs> Tiffany loves herself and she loves her or She doesn't. But, no, no, no,
3: that. that's not because true. Because if
9: she did, it wouldn't already be an issue.
3: That's not true, though. There's tons of quote unquote, you know, geek girls and, and fanboys out there that want to be in this industry, but they have true. no creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but they want to be in it, and if they could pair up with someone like you that was making awesome shit and become your voice piece and your person out there that was your PR person just yelling it to the world and you were giving them a little bit on the side?
7: Of money. That's pretty cool. Money? I I Anything on the side. <laughs> Kisses? I don't know. <laughs> now, now you're talking. <laughs> Hershey's only. None of that off Brand stuff. <laughs> I don't know if my wife's okay with that.
3: <laughs> anyway.
7: I know for me and Brad as
2: we were doing our book we're, it's not just a matter of it's like one hand is the creation of it and there's that and we have a whole other thing that's who is it that we're going to market to and how do we get it in their hands and how, who are those people that don't read comics that would like this particular book regardless of whether or not they're a comic fan because they like this genre or they like this topic or they like this, so we're going okay, how do we get it into those people's hands and are we willing to make the financial commitment it takes to do that because knowing that it could come back to us or not, and we are and, and you, talk about you in you know, deep pockets you guys should just find somebody with a good line of credit uh, this freaking guy over here super genius <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean that's I, I wonder if that's something that that is it just I mean how hard is it to do is, I mean, is it the lack of energy when you're done it's like is it uh, mentally exhausting just to finish the book and the whole idea of like going, let's think outside the box now, I have something that I don't, I'm not at all thinking about comic book people and going to conventions. Take away those people, who reads my book, and how do I get it to them? And how much of that is done, or can it be done more, or is it something that
6: anybody even thinks about? And you talk about social influencers and stuff like that, and I, and I think it... it it adds to the list of social influencers that you can use because suddenly it, it's like in our case we can, we're talking about music so I mean we can talk about you know we, you can have an influencer for comic books but you can have an influencer through music I mean yeah. it, it's You're great in that yourself. regard no. so I mean where are those other buckets for your work you know is it, is it just comic books because where it probably are buckets should. for your work yes. Yes. who is it that
2: needs to read your book that is not a comic book reader um, how do you get it to their hands?
0: I've lately been trying to get more into the folklore side of things. There are people who are just into folklore or into um, uh, that kind of new age um, stores and things like that who have, I've noticed, um, have come and visited my site and or they've uh, retweeted tweets and things like that. So i Trying to look over there and see if i find that. They're coming to you. Anything. How are you going
2: actively to them, or is it? I'm trying to decide to... how
0: to do that. That's just and it's not in my personality. It's not in your personality.
2: So <laughs> okay. maybe you are talking about the different people that edit or do different things. Maybe it, like maybe it is up to having that person that's finding that person that is in their personality who can do that for you or with you. You know, yeah. because I mean the fact is that uh, I I see a lot of books where I think this is going to be a lot better than me and Brett's book. But I wonder how... I know how we're going to market it, at least. And I wonder, I think to myself, man, if I, can, I can think of ways to market that that I don't think they're doing. But I don't want to tell them that. Because like, you don't want to insult anybody. But, but, you know, but... Yeah, it is a I matter mean, an of...
6: It's not it's our like, job to say, like, I think you're doing something wrong. You no, and it's not even it. about wrong. You know? <laughs> it is
2: about... It's like, okay, so... what Again, who is it that's going to read your book, Paul? Like, who's going to... Or Aaron, do you guys got... You know that that is like not the person you thought of. That you go, wait, why am I not thinking of that person? Mm-hmm. And then what's the strategy for getting in their hands? Even if it's going to cost
6: me money now, knowing that down the road it can come back to me. Because if they're bigger, if if that's a bigger marketplace, you'll make more money.
1: That's true. I I think I mean I know I would imagine that my demographic is more or less the sort of a you know. Tweeny, teeny, and anyone who likes history and mythology, which is sort of a a sci-fi, it's kind of a mashup of everything. So you're going to start hanging out outside of junior high school. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) With a trench coat full of novels. (laughs) Take take your pick. uh, Take take your
7: pick.
4: Let's
1: try that. <laughs>
6: do you want to see the Kraken? Oh no!
1: <laughs> that is exactly why I can no longer do that. <laughs> because I thought that was a marketing cheat, <laughs> and I, no, I was incorrect. And that's the thing, that's where I think, you know, like, you know, a book babe on Instagram or, you know, uh, a cost, like someone in a costume that will do all that sort of amplification of it would be fantastic. Um, It's just, I haven't gotten to a sort of a, a mental state of, like... How do I, how do I approach that, you know? And I mean, I could just as easily go on Facebook, like who wants to be a book babe and dress up in a costume? And it's called you know, it's sliding
3: into the DM.
1: I uh, know. For, for me and Brett, don't the idea
8: of really how to do really that is <laughs> just as exciting as baseball term. of how people, <laughs> True, true. You know,
1: it's like I don't oh, know wow, it into in the do DM, do. there's, nothing there's nothing to do with <laughs> this is intriguing. This is creative You start
3: with that, is what you do. That's a really you good know,
1: I always feel that, that it's like a, it's like the Homer Simpson, right? It's like yeah. I got a get quick rich scheme that is guaranteed to get me rich quick, and it just it's like, and then I realize, oh right this could get me arrested. Well, you're
2: you're proud, right? You're proud of what you should be. Every single person in here should be proud of what they've done. So if you're proud of it, then that should... I'll give you a second here. But if you're proud of it, that should give you the, I don't know, impetus to take it somewhere that you hadn't thought of.
10: I think, though, that touches again on the element of you know, the get-rich-quick for the strategies, the strategization of marketing, um, it takes me, I don't know, I follow a lot of Seth Godin, and he talks about how you're, again, all of this is going to take time. Building an audience, um, what he describes as like drops in a bucket, mm-hmm. basically. Drip, drip, drip. It's one person at a time. It's grueling, um but it's um, it just takes like engagement. Pe- people often this and this and this sort of ties into what is what's the audience now for comic books and particularly indie comic books. How has this uh, self-publishing world changed? Are you the familiar with Comic Central? Because your line uh, wasn't here. I, we have we have talked at length. Okay, good. We have. Um, how has that changed the audience? Um, because partly because you know there's now, uh, or um, you know, you, you used to have the author sort of sitting on high, and they post this book, and they've got their company that's distributing it far and wide. But now people come to shows, and partly they look forward to encountering people, other people, and sure. just talking to them about what they're doing, and being amazed at what's local and. And that interaction in itself, I think, is something. Uh, it, 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 it's some. It's part of the package now. It feels like, um, in terms of people like the connection they have to artists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It's not going up to Mike Pignol and being like, "Can you
4: sign my book?" You
10: know. It's. You know, and he And he's just like, uh,
1: "All right, fine." Um, it, it's. And he's taking 75 bucks to sign Well, exactly. exactly. What kind of experience is that? No, like, and not, and not one at all, right? I, I presented a book to get Stanley to sign. And he's looking at the kit next to me thinking that my book... You know, he just... He did my 50 yeah, bucks. It's, and it's like, oh, well, that's 50 stuff. bucks, he, he didn't even look it up. And he didn't even really look you. So, And it's... I get it. So, so but the, I appreciate, like, an alley where it's... You have, I, like, I think, even, connection. too, the,
10: the problem I have... I don't need to roll back... Social media, but the problem I have with social media is it takes time away from developing the my work to the best that it can be, um, because that's what ultimately is is going to draw people in and start the conversation. Um, it's it's you know um, I'm just trying to figure, that's what gets people talking about the work. Is the work itself mm-hmm. and so that it's you know because there is it's also bit you know social the social media it's a really crowded place I mean we're getting stuff from all, all different directions and so you know what um, it's going to take time to develop that that work that voice um, that project uh, the research, the understanding of, of if it's about history, you're going to have to do a lot of reading about history and understanding what's the what are the methodologies, what what's the practice of you know how do people engage with history? Um, I guess, you know, there's if there's two market if there's a market that I'm looking to to try and get further into it's the medievalist market, right, um, but right. inter- interesting enough, I also find it's. Um, Professional women 30s and 40s who love what I'm doing. And because, eh, you're a handsome guy. So are <laughs> all here. You look like for
2: a gator in
1: South Carolina. I look
2: like this in every show, It's
4: okay? So it's the book. It's definitely the
7: book. I'm a little tired of tired
3: Actually, come to their house. In, yeah. <laughs> yeah
7: well, well, I'm On your bike? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um,
10: no, the books are like way right in front, and I'm just down. <laughs>. Give
8: sort of who, yourself some credit. You're a very virile man. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, actually, yeah. <inaudible> <Fox. inaudible> fire clock shadow thing here.
2: That's what's doing it. But,
10: but it's like I, it's har- it's hard. The-, the there's such a temptation for to think oh this just goes viral then that will solve everything but but i think it you know that what happens that fight vi- that sure it goes viral and then what people move on to the next thing right away <coughs> but it, they scroll down twitter to the next and actually it, look oh, you
8: sorry uh, you bring up the thing about all my problems will be... That's kind of what you said. Everything will be gravy. That even goes to, like, even the publishing model. Like, once this publisher picks it up... All my problems are over. Exactly. And I think that's funny because there's been so many times... Well, not so many. A few times where, like, somebody will talk to me about pitch. And this phrase comes up each time. It's... When it gets picked up by Image, and I'm like, you have no yeah, idea if that's, that's going to happen. Why yeah. are you putting that in there? The whole, the whole, all my problems will be over when this gets picked up. That's not you'll get paid, paid when it gets picked up. By image. Yeah, it's like
10: <laughs> the entire <laughs> marketplace, whether it's published or or um, or self-published, um, is so is so fickle. I mean, um, this is so that so that. The real question is, um, you know, A, is this important to you? B, what? How are you pouring that? Like, how are you putting that time into what you're doing uh, and making it important? Why is it important? Um, but then it's, then it's, you got to roll up your sleeves, and it's, you know, it's decades of work, it's decades of going out there and talking to people and shaking their hands and showing them the work um, and getting better at it. Uh, and I think that's again the the, and and it—I mean, again, social media is great, but what are and what are you putting on there? Is it, you know, if, if is it is it if you're putting 20 posts and that's all you're doing, but you're not getting work done, um, you know, versus what's, you know, what what's in your post that's of value um, for someone who's flipping through? Um, and maybe if if you spent all week working on it, and it's the one you just do one a week or. I don't know how... Like, I just think less is more in, in that whole uh, sphere because it's, again, you could you could fritter away a lot of time trying to get people's attention um, when the whole point of your of your being there is the work. The work itself is why you're there. And so, um, I mean, like, again, social media is addictive. That's the other problem. It's just <laughs> brutal, addictive. Maybe they're Oh, for sure. Oh,
0: it, it, and it feels... It, that's it. Um, it feels like
10: work. That's another set of point. Mm-hmm. Is social media feels like work. It feels like I'm working right now, doing this. Uh, um, when in fact, that stuff is sitting over your desk, and you're probably scared of it, and you're probably avoiding it because this is great. I'm of work. I'm working. Yeah.
9: So there was something in there that you said though that um, I don't. I don't know if I 100% agree. You were talking about how. Uh, the work is the key, and if the work is really great, that's what's gonna get people talking, and that's what's gonna sell your comic, or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but is that necessarily true if nobody ever sees the work? That, that's, right? not,
10: that's not what I'm saying. I think more what I'm saying is move the slider away, move the slider over from because the, the optimist in
9: me says, absolutely, create the absolute best thing you can make. It's going to be this amazing thing that every time somebody sees it, they're going to be marveled, right? Yeah. Their mind is going to be blown. They're going to go home and tell um, all 1,000 of their friends, and then their friends are all going to come and buy well, one. They day. might tell two people.
10: Like, you know.
9: Exactly, right? As opposed to, and again, on on the opposite side of that, if you spent all this time creating this image and uh, now you've got this massive following, um, you could make something that's not terribly great because you only need 1% of that million followers or whatever well, to buy it and you you're know, doing see, better than you were.
2: This brings up to something that... I mean, it seems to me that we saw people, they they get into the business, they work in the indies, Mm. just so they can get to Marvel and DC, just so they can get enough following from working in Marvel or DC, so they can leave it and go back to their indies. Yeah. And we've seen that happen over the last 15 years or so, a lot. Mm. And that seems to be what certain people are doing, you know? Because Marvel came on, these type of people, like, you know, let's go do good enough that they, they notice me, work for them, build that following and then I'm going to do my own thing again, and now people are actually going to pay attention. Yeah. Right? I don't know if well, I would
8: call image or dark horse like indie, really.
2: We've had this yeah. discussion before. Yes, they are,
8: but... Yeah, yeah.
2: But, the, but whatever they decide to do, they have the power now, even if they decide to create their own company, yeah. but they'll have a following, right? Because of how they approach it like that. Yeah. Which is, I think that's interesting, that the, for these people, I think for a lot of people, working at DC and Marvel, I'm working on Spider-Man and Batman now, Necessarily isn't the end game that's the means to give them the, the means platform the to do their own thing yeah. which is I think one thing that has changed
10: yeah. I think and I think what I'm saying is social media less work more like I'm not saying I don't think it's an either <coughs> or kind of scenario it's, it's more it's more saying too often social media gets in the way of the time you are be spending on the, the work yeah. and and um, it's not that you never use social media, but it's it's more saying. Uh, but what's so your balance? And, and the,
2: it, what's it, the point? Is though what's your balance? What's your balance between work, social, and hobby? You right. Uh, and, oh. and and your own thing, like because it also is a like that's one thing that it's like I'm I using even, even as we create certain things I'm not willing to give up to make myself not feel too stressed about it. Like I'm you know having that balance, but. Again, then I found out it was hard to make it. <laughs> come on.
3: No, but well, that's my point, though, is that you don't. Um, if you've got, like, you know, a niece that wants to come over and be your social media person, mm-hmm. maybe you don't have to actually see social media as a job. Maybe you can offload that onto somebody that actually that is their passion.
10: No, that's, that's again, it's it's not it's not getting rid of social media. It's just it's just
6: moving. It's just doing less social media and mm-hmm. more work.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Mm-hmm.
6: But it's um, it's also playing to your strengths, you know. But yeah, but here's a really inf- like, I you know, I'm thinking about this concept. And Lee, I mean, with your experience, you know, is there is there some way that that like Comic Central could exist for a marketing yeah, that's perspective, you know, from a Twitter and Facebook where it's just like maybe you're not doing all of it, but yeah. but it's just like how do we get? how do we hook or up or these people with That's, that's what I'm thinking, because yeah. I'm
3: thinking I have no problem sliding to someone's DM. And how
6: do I
2: credit for it? That's
3: just that's, it. it yeah. will be called, yeah. It'll be called called. That's, that's not difficult.
2: Yeah. Even if you weren't going to, I will, so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: We'll, call it, we we'll call it the mohookup, um, and...
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll have to take out my current
3: But yeah, like, I mean, like, I have no problem sliding to someone's DM. Through Comic Central and, and hooking people up with those people, so yeah, I mean, I, that's a really interesting idea to for us to facilitate yeah, it's, that. It's and it's
2: new and, and it's like this. I mean, if there's somebody who wants to climb climb Mount Everest yeah. and they only get halfway up, at least they tried to climb Mount Everest. I, I don't look at them and go, "Oh, they only got halfway. What a failure!" I look at them, "Wow, they got halfway." But the person who never decides to
6: try and climb it doesn't even get that far, yeah. right? Yeah, so but they were off making art. <laughs> <laughs> well, but stops. if they didn't release that right, then I didn't even notice so I didn't notice yeah. that. <laughs> yeah.
2: But so that's it it's like it, it is about like I say thinking outside the box I think is part of what really needs to um, A, it's something I think comics I- have always been able to to do that they haven't done even the and lord knows and that's the thing right if you're going to think outside the box it has to come from again we talk about the next big thing that comes from comics whatever it is it's going to come from the independents and Early you know, and that was one of the first things we said when we started today, um, because DC Marvel even Image they don't think outside the box. They don't they never think outside the they don't market in any way outside the box. They don't you know they don't do anything to monetize. They don't put in. I mean if you're getting if you're selling hundred thousand copies you can't tell me you couldn't put product placement in there. Find a way to make a little extra money and then lower costs for the book Certainly you could, but they don't think that way. Yeah, because the, it's something they've never done. The newest outside
9: the box is selling the rights for a movie. Yeah, yeah. that's it,
2: right? They don't think in in any way differently, and because that's what think are, I think thats an advantage that I think you guys have—is mm. that you don't you don't have to look at it the way they look
4: at it. So could Hitler drink a Coke while fighting the Gorgon?
1: <laughs> He's a Pepsi guy, no, that is. Would you go back? Like, I mean that's entirely true you say and they've got like the DC and the Marvels in the image they have DC Marvel especially have decades of coffers and you know a fan base and you know they've been doing it for you know since the 60s at least since the golden age as it were and you know they're run as corporations now Yes. And you see how especially like you know and, and with with corporate mindedness of like you know DC and Warner Brothers have been linked since the beginning and a CEO who is a businessman who has no idea they're just looking at like like the are... They're creating garbage. No. <laughs> Total garbage. Uh, you're you're going to get in a fight. are <laughs> <You're laughs> on the wrong table. table. <laughs> <laughs> One you know, was good, but you know there's some real trash in there. Sure. And but the thing what is, but they're, they're looking at is like, oh, we don't care. We'll spend two hundred million dollars. We're going to make it all back, even if it's a piece of garbage.
2: Yeah, that's true. You know what? Even a, even a bad superhero movie is going to make five hundred million back. Oh, absolutely. Like it's it, you know you have seen this you know. But the thing is, is that they don't look at it and go okay now how do we also turn this into we're going to have the Avengers we're going to have a huge hit how does it sell more comics it doesn't they don't care and that's amazing to me but
6: again that's where but you know I mean look at look at us I mean, I mean, one of the things like we're smarter you, than them. That's what we're saying. But we like, <laughs> should be running all of it. But it's amazing to me, though. I don't want to run it. But you know, <laughs> what, what I look at is is we look at this and we say like, well, this is the comic book box because DC and Marvel have presented it as the comic book box. Yeah. Well, we're not mm-hmm. DC or Marvel. Why are we? In the why, box? why do we? Why do, yeah, why do we walk into that box? I mean, throw away that box. Let <laughs> let's start from something new because it's just like, I mean, it might be my own box, but I'd rather work from my own box than than this idea that I need to release a monthly comic. I need to do superheroes. I need Couldn't to. Do a <laughs> well, no, of course not. But you know, we okay, had yeah, <laughs> an artist from El
2: Salvador. We got our, a color from. Uh, Argentina, you know, and US, we're like, you know, you're everywhere. It's
6: a different process than what you guys are doing. So, you know, and that's but because I mean, it, that's the way we need to do it. That's the way we need again, to. Because again, like you Paul, I mean, we're not, we're not drawing it. I mean, there's no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, what was
1: said by many uh, on the panel here is that it is about, you know, the personal gratification of doing the work like no matter what it is you know what I mean and yeah sure life and all these sort of elements in life personally and professionally all take you know certain precedents and priorities but there is like and all of us have that drive to at least get
2: you want to I I mean
1: ideally yeah I'd love to have you know be able to be financially comfortable and sustain my own existence by doing this as of now, that's not... But a I know for me, I, I, I
2: just don't want to lose my shirt. But seriously, means, like, I know I'm going to lose my problem. Well, that's my shirt,
1: though. So we, we don't that's want a great, great shirt. shirt yeah, no.
2: but but it's further. Well, you know, thanks for noticing, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but the appreciation of doing the work and like that It does graphic. have to be. Just you have to be able to be get there. it out there like you Travis, yeah. like you said, to, you know...
8: Yeah, I have to
1: do The work Be like, just to have it done and have those, you know, those stories that you want out...
2: Who do you, you answer to? to me, you know, you look in the mirror mm-hmm. at the end of the night, who's looking back at you? You can look at that person and say, I did my best today. I tried my best, I was good to people today. I, I, I you know, I gave my best effort. That's the only person at the end of the day that so really matter. You know, like, you can be proud of your own work you next know day. You know, there is some of that too. You, I mean, like you say, that lowers your. But then there's also the okay. But what am I not doing to get it? Like it's a balance. It's you have to be able to do both. I think if you're gonna, I think that's part of the indie success is probably being able to go.
6: I'm proud of what I've done, regardless. Now, how do I get people to read it? But you know, from I guess I guess here here's an interesting thing is that the more that I think about it, like the fact that that we have gone to El Salvador and we have gone to Argentina. I mean, we're all, we're really open to asking for help. We're really open to going out there and saying, like, you know, I can't do this part. I need somebody else. So, you know, you, let's take that a step further. You know, can we, is, like, what are we not good at, good at? Can we go to somebody else and say, like, I need help. You know, you can help me with that. So, let's talk about that. You can draw my book, please. Thank <laughs> like, you. you know. <laughs> but, you <laughs> know, break. let's, let's sure, talk break. about those things. <laughs> yeah. If I kind of...
7: Folk are pretty uh, giving as far as that goes. Like if you I, yeah. if somebody does comics, I well, first like, sent
2: you some stuff. You responded with a bunch of really. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> yeah. Them. Well, I think
7: the most <laughs> asshole thing I could do is send you an email say it looks great.
2: <laughs> to me, that's
7: the worst. No, it's true.
8: But, it's totally right, true. Um, that's and, actually what. Well, it's funny you say that. I love just a quick sidebars mm-hmm. that I reached a point where you'd send material to people and you'd get that. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like you know what I don't want to do this anymore it's yeah. like I don't mean I don't mean like not do it it's just like oh, I don't really feel like trying to put together more packages to just get the yeah it looks cool thanks so I'm like alright I'm you know it's just this is not going to happen so I'm just going to leave it now
3: yeah. you mean from publishers oh, I see
8: yeah you gotta kind of
7: um, like if you won't get that in a professional kind of like editor-artist relationship I gotta find people in the community whose like, opinion I respect who makes work I, I am a fan of and who I know I can show my stuff to and they're gonna be like okay it looks good now here's how it can be better I don't understand the motivations of this character this, yeah. doesn't, this is unclear what is happening yeah. like I need somebody to be able to say that because um, yeah I, I do want to get better
2: yeah constructive criticism is not invaluable, isn't it mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Um, talking a little bit like the difference between those big publishers and the indie folk is I feel like those big guys are, are really like we make comics we're looking for comic fans whereas indie people are, are working in a lot more genres and so we're not necessarily looking for comic fans we're looking for Uh, Canadian history fans, we're looking for horror fans, looking for new age folklore fans, baseball fans, music fans Mm -hmm. and those become new avenues for us to explore. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we did a release party for this wishlist book that I did and I found wishlist as an anthology, it's about Pinocchio, I thought like it's such an easy pitch and at conventions it's a little tough to get it into people's hands but we did a release party at a bookstore Um, with a bunch of people who had never seen the book before and it sold really well. Uh, We got the artists up there to talk process. We took people through the stories and they were just like wrapped, right? Yeah. And I spoiled a bunch of the stories but people still wanted the book to have. And I found the key was stop being like, oh, i got to wait to the convention and hope comic fans will like this, and search out another way to get to people. Exactly. Not just comic (laughs) fans. That's the
2: thing. That's the thing. I know for us, for us, I mean, we're doing this in, you know, the story of hair Metal Group, we're going to go on the Monster of Rock cruise and bring a bunch of those books and get into the hands of that, that, those people and the bands and probably lose money doing it. But, what the hell? That's what you got to do sometimes. And, And, you know, it's...
7: I will say that the release party thing is a celebration as well. Like yeah. I feel like yeah. we you talked about this how you, you finish one damn thing, you move to the next damn thing. But damn. I think a lot of times I'm in the exact yeah. same mentality, but a lot of times I'm like this should be celebrated. Like I finished something or like a celebrate friend your makes a book, and is adorable, yeah. Always. And I'm like every week when you finish a page on on
2: Space that's a celebration. go out, go
7: out and have a <laughs> Um, crazy drinking night well, uh,
4: with Well, just with the podcast. Well, that's one of the things with creators I find so frustrating. Is I'll discover a book and be really excited about it, and by the time I get in contact with the people to interview or whatever, mm-hmm. it all of a sudden becomes oh that old thing.
10: Yeah, I'm totally yeah. over it. Yeah.
4: I'm totally over it. Moving on. And it's, okay, well I don't want to talk to you anymore. It, yeah, I was excited. I wanted to just try to sell this to other people but then you come back at me with I don't know. Well, I'd, I'd be happy moved on.
7: I'd be happy talking about books I made 10 years ago with anybody. So maybe that's the fault of that creator you're talking
6: to. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's <laughs> <exactly. laughs> <laughs> it's all a mentality thing. I mean, it's, it's like we've seen people at conventions, and I don't know—we've talked about this before—who are like standing up there, out there, they're they're trying to sell. I'm, no we're going to do a them.
2: podcast with Connor McCreery and Jim's up because those guys are like the best at knowing how to do it. And one thing I'm—we've mean, asked them about it—is they're like we're standing up, we're we're looking, making eye contact, and when we talk, when the person comes by and they say hello, we don't ask them, We don't start talking about the book. we ask them about their experience at the convention. And
6: once we've engaged them in a the conversation, they're going to ask us about the book, and that's when we sell them. Yeah. Smart. But, you know, because, because they're, they're trying. And, and what Connor said to us is this, that you'd rather try to make it a good day at the convention rather than, you know, and, and try to sell as much as you can rather than a bad day. Yeah, and, and a good day means
2: enjoying people, not necessarily selling books. book. Yeah. That's almost like a side effect.
6: Because you know, I told it's, you to stand up, I said, said "Yes, stand." <laughs> it's, 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 it's up to you. It, like it's, it's up to when you're at that convention. It's up to you to to make a difference. It's not up to the person walking by. And,
2: and you can have that. We talk about you know people are like, "Oh, I want to talk to Mike you Minola," you know. But just because you're they don't know your work doesn't mean you can't give them that same experience or leave them as excited to talk yeah. to you. Because you know, each one of you has something to say and has something to show. and but also, your your you know, it doesn't have to. Like I say, don't think of it as don't think of it as a sales pitch. I think that's the wrong
4: thing. Yeah. Think of it as an engagement with a person. Yeah. I kind I kind of wish uh, Nat Miller was here because yeah, he he, was supposed he, to be here. here. Where the hell? Yeah. Um, well, there's still almost. He sells an hour and, oh, and a half. Oh man. wow. <laughs> uh, because he's always said he's done way better at. Greater fairs yes, that's right. than art fairs and those art things. Art fairs yeah. and like that, that he ever does at a comic convention or
9: anything that's like That's a good that. point. I did a horror convention for the first time this year, and it has been by far my best convention ever. Yes. So you all you comic conventions. <laughs> no, conventions play a very specific uh, role in uh, how I create things. I, I always feel like I have this big old gas tank and uh, we were talking about ego earlier, right? You need to have an ego to be able to make something and put it out there. Well, that gas tank starts with a full ego and as I start making stuff and I start seeing what I'm doing and getting into it and hating myself or (laughs) hating what I'm making uh, and it becomes more and more hate as it gets to the bottom of that. When I finally get to the convention and I'm seeing people and even if I'm not selling things, but if I'm talking to people and they're looking at my stuff, that refills that tank. Um, that, that's sort of what brings me back to the point where, yeah, no, I can make something new. Um, but by the time that I'm done that tank um, and the book is done, I'm, I'm, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Like you, know, you said, like I, I, I put on a brave face at the convention and my day slowly gets better as that tank gets refilled. But I'm so done with the book and I hate everything. And... Uh, everything I've done is crap. <laughs> you
2: can also be been, then being happy about the resources that you have that you may not realize are used enough. But you know, like like a comic center and all of the great things you guys are doing on there to help people create, right, and and then help them sell their books or, or the panel one convention, those type of things. it's unique, right? That it's like wow, these people they want to give to us. That makes me want to give back and keep creating, it doesn't? It's like a you know.
7: I, would, I have to tell about this one convention story because, like, I go to cons. Like, first and foremost, I had to switch my thinking to sales and to, like, fun and connections. So people come back to the table every year. I love seeing them. All the other artists in Artist Alley, I always do a tour and joke around with them. But I stopped by this. I went to see my buddy Steve Gervais, and uh, right beside him was this asshole. I wish I knew his name. Um, <laughs> I really wish he did for the podcast
2: too. I love the publishing asshole.
7: <laughs> because I would have called him out, absolutely. Because he's got all these drawings on his table and there's a Scud drawing. And I was like, uh-huh. oh man, Scud is such a huge influence on me. He's like, yeah, that's five bucks. I'm like, oh cool. No, I'm, I'm not uh, buying anything right now. But uh, like, are you a fan of Scud or whatever? He's like, yeah, man, Scud's the best. I'll give you a deal. Like, buy two for five bucks. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, oh, I love Scud God. as well. I'm looking to make a connection and talk to you about something maybe we both have in common. But all he wanted to do was talk money. And I was like, fuck that guy.
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you ever want to talk to oh, oh yeah. <laughs> awesome connection yeah.
6: but you know it, I, I know from from our perspective that I mean we've been talking about making a comic for years yeah and, and I mean the podcast was a huge way for us to, to kind of do it because I don't I don't know that we would have if we had just sat down and said okay let's make a comic no it took it took five six years of each uh, one of you is an influence and yeah. an inspiration to us, right? To want to do it because we see that it's <laughs> <leave me> <laughs> it is true. Maybe not you, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know, after yeah. we learn, after we see your stories, after we learn what you go through, and then it's just like we're able to take that, put it into our little toolkit, and then you know, it's just like okay, we've seen enough people, we can do this. You know, we—I don't know if I want to describe it as a little toolkit.
4: very <laughs> <laughs> handy. Big toolkit. <laughs> no, let's
6: not be honest. <laughs> <Come on. laughs>
5: me. But I think
6: it's just one of those cases where, where for us, you know, it just took that time, and the podcast opened up a lot of doors and allowed us to meet a lot of you. That's awesome. And that, it took and us, and us a while well to realize these people aren't rocket scientists. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that too. Yeah. That's right. Look at how easy this is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why don't we take a break here? This seems like a, uh, a wild time. Uh, have some more snacks, go to the bathroom, yeah, whatever. The <laughs> There's a wee in the water. <laughs> 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 and of us at coffee. I love your sunglasses. Thank
3: you. Those are awesome. Oh, my goodness. Are having...
0: Aggressively,
5: we will defend the role we
7: play. Incredibly regrettably, the
1: time's come to send you on your way We've seen it all from bonfires of trust to flash floods of pain It doesn't really matter, don't you worry, it'll all work out No, it doesn't really matter, don't you worry about what it's all about We hope you
5: enjoy your stay It's good to have you with us Even if it's just for the day We hope you enjoy your stay
6: Outside the sun is shining Seems like heaven ain't far away It's good to have you with us, even if it's just for the day.